Come on, dude. Sell your ice cream and get out of here. <laughs> Don't you know we're on a schedule? For the longest time, it would come around through our neighborhood, and my daughter would be like, what's that? And I'd say, it's a van. It, it goes through all the neighborhoods playing music. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Welcome to episode number 12 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Dee, and my co-hosts are Les and Lenore. Tonight, we're talking about planners, but first, let's talk about what we're drinking. So, I'll go first. Um, my poison this evening is seltzer, but it's not just any seltzer. It's polar seltzer, limited edition unicorn kisses. Um, <laughs> I don't know... Les, do you know if Polar's like a regional thing? Because I never saw it until I moved up to Mass. It's a Northeast thing. I know it's in okay. Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, but... Okay. So, like, once or twice a year, the seltzer company releases, like, mystery flavors. Like, they don't tell you what flavor it is. So, mm. I'm drinking one of those. It kind of tastes like raspberries, I guess. But, um, so that's what I'm drinking. I'm using... Uh, CW Pencil's new um, collaboration with Moon Products, the Futura, the pink. Um, I really like it. <gasps> oh, so pretty. I saw that one. For, yeah, mm. so pretty. It's the feral, I think, that does it for me. Like the, the pink feral. Um, and I'm just writing on a blue lined post-it pad like last time. So uh, that's it for me. What about you, Lenore? Um, I found my little beloved uh, Mount Tom notebook. Woo-hoo. It was in my bag, of course, you know, where I'd lost it. And uh, and I'm writing with a 602. And, um, I, you know, I feel like as a, as a stationary podcaster, I should have something, you know, interesting and cool to write with. But I'm really enjoying this 602 right now. And it's not even a hack wing. It's just a straight up 602 the way it came out of the box. So that's good. And I'm drinking a Donka Chain Oktoberfest from West 6th Brewing. I've branched out there in Lexington, not Louisville. So, yeah, it's uh, practically imported. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Les? I I am using the very stump end of a 2B Muji, or is it Muji? Muji? How do I say that? I say Muji. That's what I thought. Okay. I think Muji. Muji. Uh, Muji pencil that uh, June Thomas sent me, and I'm still making notes in my Lodestone letterpress notebook, um, and I am sucking down an Izzy Fusions. Have you guys had these? No, I don't know that. It's sort of like halfway between seltzer and halfway between juice. So it's sort of like you take a seltzer and add juice to it. And this one is orange mango. Um, Christy is obsessed with them, so she keeps buying them. They're okay. Nice. They're okay. (laughs) We always have Fresca in the house for similar reasons. Uh, You know... I have a love-hate thing with Fresca. I, like, I want to love it, and then I buy it, and I go through, like, the phase where I drink, like, a case of it, and then I'm done for, like, three years. I have the opposite. I don't want to drink it because, I, like, I read the in, the ingredients label, and it's got, like, 
brominated vegetable oil and like purple you know, artificial sweeteners. Yeah, like there's this massive amount of stuff in there that I just know is not food. But I really want to drink it anyway. It's like I really like it. But I've been I've been resisting successfully. You know, I would just assume that my husband didn't drink it either, but he, you know, he doesn't listen to me, so. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> um all right. Well, I'm going to move on to what's exciting in our small universes, um, or universe I. How, how, how would you say that? Universes. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what I think. <laughs> so We're I, not going to get into a pedantic uh, no, discussion about... No. I've been down that road. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I was a lurker, but I've been down that road. Um, so, um, I have it, you know, written here, but I just talked about it before, the, the CW collaboration, the... Futura pink pencil. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I really hope that CW does more of this. I mean, they did the bugle, um, but I like the fact that they sell enough pencils to where a company would be willing to do that for them mm. because we can get some pretty cool stuff out of that. Like, I don't know, like just fun color combinations or different cores with different pen. You know what I mean? So I, I think that if, if you or I were to say, I want a custom pencil, they're going to be like, yeah, no. Like, no, you need to buy, like, 100,000 of them or something, you know? So I think it's really great that um, Caroline and crew are collaborating with these companies. You know, they did it with Viking. um, They did it with Musgrave. So I hope they continue to do it because it it makes something unique that's not a limited edition unique. You know what I mean? Like, I can go and buy these pencils for 60 cents a piece, you know? Right. Yeah, it's really cool. It's it's a really affordable kind of collector-ish kind of thing. Yeah, novelty mm-hmm. item. Um, so my only other exciting thing is the Baron Fig 2018 uh, planner. I got one in the mail a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, and I really like it. I, I mean. Les, maybe you can answer this because I didn't use mm. one last year. Is it much different than their previous editions? I didn't use one last year. Oh, okay. But I do like the the art style that's on the cover. It kind of has like two windows and there's four seasons, you know. Out each, oh, yeah, on the know, box. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and inside the front cover. So what's exciting about it is I am not going to use the planner. So I'm going to have a giveaway, um, an RSVP giveaway. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, excellent. Yes. So instead of weekly penciling it, since I have so many fans already, um, <laughs> I figure, it, you know, it'll help us in the group and help somebody else in the group. So real quick details, um, and I'll put them in the show notes and I'll post it in the RSVP group. But basically you have to like the RSVP page and there'll be a special thread for it. Um, comment what you would like to hear us talk about on the podcast oh yeah so cool cool so yeah so that will be happening you know in a couple days after this episode's released and i've you know i've been wanting to do um i've been wanting to do a giveaway in the group because we actually just um what did we just go over 200 members not very long ago And I just, I just can't get it together. I know. Because... I figure this is easy. You know, it's one item. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I just can't even think. Like, I can't. I can't pay attention long enough to yeah. write a post about it because it's the middle of the semester. Yeah. And I'm just exactly. Completely in full-on survival mode here. Um. So that's it for me. What about you, Lenore? What's exciting in your world? Um. I got. I. This took forever to come. I think it's been like. It's been over a month. Actually, I just checked and I purchased this item on August 11th and it came yesterday. This is, um, so it's been, it's been well over a month. So Tombow Epo Celebration Pencil 2B Gift Box. Oh. And the only words in English on the whole box or anything is Tombow Epo and everything else is in Japanese, <laughs> which I do not read. But, um, you know, it's just a really cute little box and it's got 10 of the, uh, pink and blue Epo, the regular Tombow Epo pencils and then two red marking pencils. Okay. And so it, when it came in, um, my daughter, of course, immediately rushes over to watch me open it and then claims one of each pencil, which includes one of the two red marking pencils ah. <laughs> um, that she claimed as her own. But um, it's just, it's a pretty little box, and it just makes me kind of happy because it's so cute. It's so Epo. And um, I, I'll i put a link in the show notes, but it's, uh, so that was kind of fun, but it took forever, forever. Like I was going to have to, as soon as I could think about it for long enough to actually log in and check on it, I was going to have to look it up and see if it was actually coming. And then it finally came. So nice. That was kind of fun. What about you, Les? I, uh, so I've been cataloging my pencil collection, which is, I think, the nerdiest statement <laughs> I've yet to make on this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I went so far as to create a pencil test page and i have plans for a pen test page for fountain pens and one for just general like any other type of pen as as well as one for drawing tools um so i've actually like the hilarious thing is that i am now at over 150 pencils with very few duplicates so like pencil like i have a few vintage versions of pencils and then multiple grades of certain pencils. So, like, it, I don't know. It's just the nerdiest thing I've ever done. But it's still, it's like, I'm so fascinated. I'm really fascinated by the differences in the pencils and how similar they are on cheap paper. I purposely chose cheap paper for it. And it just, like, some of them perform really well on the cheap paper and others don't. Um, and the differences between vintage versions of the same pencil. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm nerding out and cataloging all my pencils. That's pretty nerdy, but I'll just point out that last week I talked for an hour about chalk. It was amazing. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I missed out on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm sorry too. But, you know, you'll be, you'll be amazed at how nerdy I am when you hear it. <laughs> oh, I look forward to listening to it. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's pretty much what is well. I also got the Baron Fig 2018 planner, um, but that's pretty much all that's exciting for me right now. All right, so let's just dive right into our main topic, um, a very timely topic actually. Um, by the time this podcast gets put out, it'll be about a month after the semester has started for us students or professors, teachers, 
or people in general, I guess, that start their years on September. Um, but I want to talk about planners tonight because I have a really hard time trying to figure out what I want to do and what I want to use. And I can't stick with the same thing. Mm. Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of my favorites, stuff that I've used before or stuff that I was thinking of using and kind of, you know, just freeform discuss them, so to speak, and tell you what I eventually ended up doing. So, um, I talked about it earlier for the giveaway, but the Baron Fig, uh, 2018 planner, mm-hmm. um, I really like the layout in some ways, but in other ways, it's not so great. And this is why the design is great, beautiful, whatever. But my issue is with how they deal with weekends. Um, like the two weekend days, I know, I understand for a planner, you kind of have to, there's an odd number of days in the week, but I do a lot of work on the weekends. So to write that stuff in gets kind of tricky. Um, yeah. But as far as like the, the layout, I like that they have the month at a glance, then the week and day, um, they have a year over overview and then, um, they have a little section for notes, which I think is cool. It's dot grid. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's very minimalistic. Like the 2018 is just very subtle in the bottom right, which I like because sometimes you get planners and they're just completely labeled with whoever made it and it kind of takes away a little bit. So, um, so I, I like the way they look. I just, for me, I decided that it just wasn't going to work for me. Um, just in the way that I use and need planners. So hence the giveaway. Um, what about, I know you haven't used one less, um, but what did you think about it? I've been preparing mine to use it. So I have like in my past life, I guess you could call it, I would have used the, the Baron Fig as it is, and it would have been fine because I didn't, in my previous job, I didn't need the kind of structure that I need now. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm going to use it for my day job Okay. versus using it for my personal life. And because I'm a therapist, I like to have the two separated. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I, they, they will never overlap. So for my day job, I have to have the hours from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. mapped out under each day. And the Baron Fig doesn't have that. Yeah. Um, which is a huge detraction. So what I did was I've actually got some rubber stamps. Hmm. And I've it's set up so that I can stamp it from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. for each day okay. relatively quickly. Um and the paper handles the rubber stamps relatively well. It's not fantastic, um, but it's also not bad. Yeah. Um, I really like the year at a glance and the month at a gla- glance. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I think that... Being right there handy. Yeah, I want that in every yeah. planner that I get in the future. And I've done that... Like, I have a, a month at a glance rubber stamp that I use in all of my pocket notebooks. Mm-hmm. So I use that for my weekend planning uh, and planning for my blog. Yeah. So all my personal life is done in a in a pocket notebook, and I use a, a rubber stamp for the month. Um, but I really just love having that spread of the whole year. Exactly. That is awesome. Um, 
So, yeah. Yeah. I, and then you mentioned the whole branding thing. Yeah. And most therapists use something like Franklin Covey or um, I'm trying to Filofax yeah. or something like that. And you know what they are. Like my, my supervisor has a red leather Filofax. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it's set up for like that you can get any refill for that for... You know, if if you need your hours nine to seven p.m. mapped out, they have a filler like filler for that. Yeah. Um, but you have to use their cover. Yeah. So you're tied down. Yeah. Um, and they're also ridiculously expensive. When you look into Franklin Covey or Filofax or any of those planners that are refillable, the covers themselves are very very expensive. But the refills, oh my god! Once you're yeah. tied into, yeah tied into one of those covers holy crap it's an investment well that's how they get you oh yeah it is yeah absolutely <laughs> um and you know if i were at a a more up-to-date company mm-hmm. i would probably do my planning for my like my clients on a on a computer or a tablet yeah but my company is so like we have computers that still run like windows 95 oh, or no xp dear Is lord it XP? yeah i mean to the point where it's like i can't believe that computer still functions <laughs> how does that thing run yeah that's that's bad um what about you lenore did you have you ever had experience with the baron fig planner or i haven't and i'm i'm looking at it and actually what i was considering getting was the mastermind the weekly mastermind yes mm. Because I think I could actually, like, I think I could actually put that to better use. So actually, after we talked about this as a topic, um, of course, the first thing I said was I don't, I don't really use a planner. Um, I've been using the word standard memorandum for the last couple of years, the little tiny Mm -hmm. one. And I like that because it has just enough space for the things that are unusual in my life. So, you know, for me, um, for less, you've got to have your, your actual meetings and stuff scheduled. For me, most of my life is very, very structured during the semester. Mm -hmm. So what I need to put into a planner is not all the normal stuff I'm doing, but the stuff that's different. right? Right. So, um, if I do have a meeting or if I do have a dentist appointment or, um, something like that, then that stuff is what I'm putting into my calendar. So I don't really need a planner. Mm -hmm. And the standard memorandum is actually a really good size for me for that. But um, so after we were talking about this the other day, I I went back and dug in my drawer because I remembered that when I was in grad school, I had these little um, pocket pal... um, planners, I guess, you know, the year calendar. So I have these, uh, the first few I have came from the American Chemical Society national meeting. Mm -hmm. And so they've got the cover on the front ACS national exposition, the one I'm holding in my hand right now, August 22 through 24, 1994. (laughs) It's the 1995 planner. And so I have these from the ACS national meetings in 95, 96 and 97. (laughs) And then apparently I didn't go to the meeting in 97 to get one for 1998 because I have a little day minder for that one. 
And I would have had to actually shop for that. And then I've got, uh, again, from the ACS meeting in 99. I don't know what happened in 90. Yeah, okay. So 98, I've got a Dayminder. 2000, I've got a Dayminder. 2001, I've got a Dayminder. And then... Um, and then I quit using them cause I started like doing other things, like having a different kind of calendar. And so I don't have those little books anymore. So while you guys were just chatting, I was, I was flipping through this little calendar from 1995 and I was like, look at that. Wow. This is really cool. I had a life. Sorta. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's how old I am now that I was in grad school already for, you know, I'd already been in grad school for two years when in 1995, but I was 15. Yeah. That was the year it came out. Yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) So we were in grad school. 1995. That's a big year. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first year of undergrad. Um, I got married in 94 the first time. And and I started grad school in 92. So that was... You know, it's a long, long time ago. It's hard for me to realize that that's 25 know, years right? since I got out of college. Like, yeah. what the hell? But um, so anyway, yeah, that's what I used to use. And I actually really liked that week at a time format. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it was right about the amount of space that I needed. And there's a lot of them that, you know, there's a lot of days that have nothing written on them. Because what I was doing on those days was the same thing we do every night, Pinky. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, there was no kind of no difference. Um, and that was, that was a good size for me. And now I just, you know, I, I kind of wing it with random notes scribbled around and sort of remembering things and putting some things in my phone and putting some things in the, in the, uh, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and occasionally dropping a ball and missing yeah. something. <laughs> um, so the next planner I want to talk about is kind of a mythical creature in some circles. <laughs> um, it's the Hobonichi. So I don't know how when this came on my radar. Sometime like two years ago. And I really, really wanted one because like it's Japanese. FOMO. Yeah. I'm fear of missing out. I really liked the layout of it. Um, it had these quirky little things. It had the Tomo River paper, uh, a daily quote. Like, how all these, like, inconsequential but somewhat important, like, features to it. So, last year, um, I purchased one and a cover from Jet Pens. It was, like, $50. And I made it to January 14th. that's pretty good so and it's it's beautiful and wonderful but there are so many rabbit holes to go down with these planners because you know so the the english version is the one that i purchased um it has you know the the monthly layout it has one page per day format so it has um you know like Saturday, and then what it does is it it's it's a graph, so it has the times labeled like it ha- it'll have noon, and then you know to show you where the middle of the day is, and so you can kind of use that as like a, a timeline type thing. Mm. Um, on the bottom, it's kind of quirky and weird. It has a, a knife and a fork. I guess you would journal what you eat. Um, but yeah, it's I liked it aesthetically. It's beautiful. Um, it lays flat which I like too. Nothing's worse than using a planner that doesn't lay flat. 
Um, but when you factor in the fact that you're going to need a cover for it because it's a soft cover and if you do use it every day by the halfway point it'll probably be destroyed so you have to get the cover um which is like i think the cheapest one is like oh god i don't even know um like maybe i don't know how to exchange yen to to u.s dollars but like thirty dollars and that's for the cheapest cover um yeah. And not counting the fact that then what they do is they offer little stencils so you can like stencil in that like I'm traveling so let's draw a little airplane, um, or like <laughs> suspe- specific like washi tape and then they do collaborations with like you know other companies or other brands so like they'll you know collaborate with like like last year they collaborated with like a video game that's popular um, or an anime that's popular or, you know, so then you're, you want to buy that kind of stuff and then they have pens and they have little bookmarks. So, so it's like a rabbit hole that if you have the money, you can afford to go down, but it just didn't work for me because I don't keep up with something. And now I have a wasted, I mean, I guess I could use it for paper, like writing, but I've wasted a year. Well, you know, there's only 14 calendars. So true. You can see when it comes around again <laughs> and just try it again. Yeah, I mean. And this isn't even a leap year, so, true. you know, it should be a little soon. And I was really, there's like a whole community around these planners. So I joined a couple of those on Facebook and I was learning how to track things. Like I was, I was tracking my mood every day by color coding it. And it was really cool to like have all this stuff. And like two weeks in, I was just, I forgot. And then I just kept forgetting. So it sounds kind of exhausting, frankly. It, it is. I like. I don't need a hobby. Yeah, another yeah. hobby. <laughs> I almost wanted to use it as like morning pages in a way. You know, where you kind of only one a day. Correct, and also like, you know, how am I feeling today? Or, you know, not like what did I eat today, but like how am I feeling? Or what happened a little bit today? That kind of thing, like a journal, but not so long form. Mm. So. I love it. I love the concept and idea, but it just, it doesn't work because it's, it's dated and yeah, I could wait another 14 years, but I mean, I don't have that time. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) so Les, have you used a Hobonichi or thoughts? I haven't. I, I, you know, I did look into it when it first started making the rounds on my Instagram and a lot of my friends on Instagram or people that I followed who are very artsy and were doing art journaling stuff adopted them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really, when they first came out, wanted one. And then I was like, oh, that is just so much effort. And, like, I at that point, I'd already invested time and energy into using my pocket notebooks mm-hmm. as sort of my own planner and to-do list. Because I didn't need, at the time when they first came out, I didn't need something as extensive as a planner or as extensive as the hobo. Yeah. So it just didn't make sense for, and it, they're also, like you said, ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't like the Tomoe River paper. Yeah. As I, I wasn't thrilled with it either because I heard, and I hadn't used it before this. I heard that they actually, the quality of the paper has gone down. 
Um, oh, I don't know. So I was using highlighters that like people had used in previous Hobonichis, like the mm. Zebra Mild Liners, and they were actually going through to the other side. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, yeah. you know, yeah, that, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just not as enamored by it as I guess everyone else was. And yeah. I'm not, um, a, like, I don't know. It just, it, yeah, no, I'm I, not as into it. You know? I, I fell into the hype because on Instagram, when people have that like awesome journal page posted with like the perfect lighting and perfect handwriting, you just, you get sucked in. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, mean, I don't. I, I, do. I don't get sucked into that at all because to me, that kind of stuff is is antithetical to the entire way that I would use a, a journal. Yeah. Mm. You know, I'm not like I'm not particularly interested in making a showpiece out of my journal. That's not how I. Yeah. Right. Well, I that's think that's not how I work, and it just looks exhausting mm. to me. I think also that one of the things that I'm very very aware of especially with Instagram and a lot of the fountain pen posts and paper and pen and ink posts is that many of those people get that for free. Yeah. And it is essentially a product showcase that it, it is marketing more than it is just people enjoying the products. I mean, some of the people, you know, yeah, they're buying their own stuff and they're enjoying the products on their own without any sort of marketing thought to it. Mm -hmm. But some of it's straight up marketing. And, you know, the way that I use a planner is ugly. I mean, if I could actually show you a page out of my planner, it is hideous. It's a, a list of hours with names next to it. And then a check if for, if they, the client shows up to their appointment, a no call, no show, if they don't call and don't show up and then canceled if they, you know, cancel. And it's very basic and I don't use special ink. I don't, it, the paper, yeah, I use the HP laser jet because it's thicker and a little more substantial and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's utility. It's not art. Yeah, it doesn't need to be art. Well, and honestly, like in my, in my day job, it's not a, it's a functional object. And yeah, you know, you can take functional objects and you can make them beautiful and you make them attractive. But for me, that I don't have time during my day to sit down and make that planner pretty. Yeah. Uh, and even if I did, what, what am I going to do with it? I'm going to sit down and make it pretty right. for just to close it? Because yeah. no one can look at it. It's confidential. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, you could kind of make the same argument about, you know, like somebody doing hair and makeup, right? I mean, people are going to look at that for one day and then you're going to wipe it all off and there's no record of it and who cares, right? But if it makes you happy, well, if somebody enjoys decorating their planner because it just gives them pleasure to do that regardless of whether anybody's mm. ever going to see it, then that's great. But I that doesn't give me pleasure yeah. and I don't have time for that. I would rather put that time into other things. Right. So... You know, I mean, one of the things that I love about collecting stationery is you get to pretend like you're going to use it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't. Like it's actually <laughs> useful, right? <clears throat> Whereas if you're doing something like counted cross stitch, you know, it may be fun and therapeutic to do. But when you get finished, you own a piece of counted cross stitch. And like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I'm not actually interested in displaying that even yeah. if I would enjoy making it. Mm. That's not my aesthetic. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get that people enjoy doing that. And if, if people do take pleasure in doing that and they have time for it or they value that over other things they could be doing with that time, that's fine. But I'm with you, Les. I, it, to me, it's a little note to myself to remember something. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not a piece of art. It's, it's an extension of my memory. Right. Yeah. And I don't really need it to be any more than that. You know, ever, why did we invent writing in the first place to extend our memory outside our brains? Yeah. No. Mm. Like literally that's it. Right. So, um, you know, so for me, I just need a place to write down my stuff and it needs to be something that's small enough. I'll carry it with me and basic enough. I'll actually do it and not stop on January 14th and never pick <laughs> yeah. it up again. Well, oh, and by the way, uh, the 2017 calendar repeats in 2023. So you oh. actually only have to wait six years, not 14. Perfect. I'll put it in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. There yeah. Go. There you go. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I guess I'm a little different. I mean, you're right. I mean, I do keep a journal and it's actually, in one of Les's no brand notebooks and I just scribble and I don't decorate. But I think that for me, like my notes, I've, I've posted a page of my notes that I'm trying to take. I mean, that took me three times as long as it would if I just wrote regularly, like a regular speed. Oh, and then they were gorgeous and they're pretty. And I think that's different because it's helping me learn because I'm putting intent into what I'm doing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's I, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to be so idealistic about, um, you know, having a beautiful planner because you're right. I, but you tried it, so that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Les. Like a lot of it is marketing, and you know, there's a difference between marketing and you know, like like I've I've been guilty of taking pictures that are aesthetically pleasing of a product that I receive for free. But it's it's more of like I would have done that anyway. But also, like I think part of that is like that's part of the expectation of of you being a blogger yes. and using yeah. social media, and that's why you're getting stuff for free. Is that they know number one, you are going to do some of this marketing work, mm -hmm. which you know you're not you're doing it because it's pleasurable for you. Yeah, and. <clears throat> But for them, it's free marketing. Yeah. You know, and so, well, maybe not free, but like low cost. Because, exactly. you know, uh, the Baron Fig doesn't send me a, you know, a copy of this planner out of the goodness of their heart. No. They're, they're expecting, you know, pictures on social media mm -hmm. of this planner and how I'm using it. And they expect me to do a blog post about it. Exactly. I mean, yes, it's free, but it comes with, you know, expectations. And I will say that in terms of attractiveness or beauty or doing things out of the ordinary, like the first thing that I did when I went through this planner was I decided to use rubber stamps and put, okay, what days is the, is work closed? And then stamping closed with fun rubber stamps and bright red ink yeah. and, you know, putting in holidays with red ink. And then, you know, I'm using colored ink to to stamp the line. So each month has one color. So I, you know, as much as like, I, I, I just poo pooed like, Whoa, you know, who has time to make their planner attractive in the setup portion of, of using the planner, I am going out of my way to use colors that I know that I'm going to like 
you know, February and January, February, March are all in shades of teal because it's winter. You know? Yeah. And then I'm going <laughs> to shift into shades of green for spring. And I don't know what I'm going to do for summer yet. But, you know, like I, I, I have it planned out that I'm going to do colors for for the month that are evocative and that I enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's enjoyable for me. But then once I get into actually using it, it's going to be a whole other whole other story of what it looks like when it's actually being used. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, so onto my third and final planner that I considered using and have used in the past is the Field Notes uh, 56 week planner. Mm. Um, I used this last year for school and it was great. I like the fact that you fill your own dates in. So when I become lazy, I can just pick up where I left off. Um, <laughs> nice. Yes. It's $15. It's, you know, it, it has really nice. Um, I was worried about the cover being durable enough, but it's a really thick, like, I guess it's not chipboard, but like a thick cover, thick enough to where it did not bend going in and out of my backpack, probably a thousand times. And the paper in it is really good with, Pen, pencil, highlighters, everything. I think it's 70 pound paper. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this one. Like I said, I, I didn't use it this time because I came up with something else that worked better for me. But if I were to use a structured planner again, it would be this one. Oh, good. Um, what I wound up going with is something that's not even a planner. Um, <laughs> I use Google Calendar mm-hmm. and use a field notes to write down my homework assignments. Like it just, it works best. I think just cause it's less to carry around and the Google calendar is kind of a necessity on campus. Cause every professor has their own Google calendar. And then they like for office hours, you like have to click on their Google calendar and it overlays their calendar onto your calendar. So you can see when you both have free time. That would be really nice. We can't herd cats like that. <laughs> so Google calendars use like invitations on campus. Like, oh, I want to go. You click on it. It spits it right to your Google calendar. So I just wound up going digital for, for that portion of my planning. And I like that I can color code it, which is really important to me. So I can look and see like, oh, red means I have to go to work or blue means I have mm. class. So sometimes not using a planner is best. Yeah, I Leslie, not me, but the university I went to, <laughs> um, used Microsoft's version of that. So oh. you'd log into your Microsoft, was it Word? Not Word, your Microsoft Online account. Yeah. And you would, you know, it had the exact same thing. Basically, it was j- exactly what you just said, but Microsoft's version of it. Yeah. It just- I found it a little more annoying than the Google calendars that I use now. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Same thing. I generally find Microsoft stuff annoying. Yeah, me too. It's generally not as effective or as useful. and It's just clunky. It's micro- yeah, it's microsoft <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, can we talk about Bing? I mean, how, how horrible is that? Oh, God. <laughs> so And the fact my computer continually opts to uh, use it for... Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. Yes. So, that's it for my part. Um... I'm just curious for the both of you if you have anything to add, but also what do you guys use? So I guess Les, you want to, you kind of. Well, yeah. So for 
like right now I've been printing my own. Like I, I made actually in publisher, Microsoft publisher, I made, you know, a day on a page and it's a half sheet of paper and it's got the hours of 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. with a couple of half hour increments in there because I do work in a partial hospital program on some days. So I have to have half hour increments. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. So I print off um, 20 sheets of that with two pages on each each side and just fold it in half, staple it like, like I do any of my notebooks, trim it to size, and then, um, you know, that's what I use. I, I write in the dates by hand, and every time I start to run out, I just print another one. And I just printed the, my last one for the rest of this year, mm-hmm. hopefully. I've got to finish writing wow. the dates, and uh, I hope it will be the last one that I have to use before I move into my barren fig. Nice. But for my for my side hustle or, you know, for the stuff that I do outside of my day job, mm-hmm. I, I I use any pocket notebook. Like Right now I'm in one of my no-brand notebooks. That's very meta. Um, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> um, and, you know, I've recently used a uh, field notes i've used word before but Mm -hmm. basically i I stamp my rubber stamp on two pages in the front and then i have a running to-do list after that Mm -hmm. and and you know i use the rest of the pages for basically just brainstorming and and list making and that's what works for me nice what about you lenore you know, I, I already basically covered it. I, I miss a lot of stuff. It's <laughs> very professorial of you. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been really, really trying not to, but, um, uh, you know, I go, I go in periods and it's basically like I can kind of cope with almost everything. And then one, you know, like I let something just completely slide and I'm doing that this semester because, um, I signed up for a thing and I'm, you know, it's, I'm not totally, I'm not totally dumping on other people by not doing it because they have enough people to do it without me. But even literally it's like getting out of it involves work. Like I have to hunt up the names of the people that are involved in it to even be able to call and just talk to somebody and say, I can't do this. I'm not, you know, I just, I'm going to have to get out of it. And so, uh, you know, every day goes by and I feel guilty because I'm scrambling to get stuff done before I have to leave the office. And then I'm, you know, I'm scrambling to do the work at home that I have to do. And, you know, like tonight, I've, I'm supposed to be writing an exam for Thursday. I haven't started writing it yet. And then I've, then I've got another exam Saturday and another one Monday. So, you know, I'm going to have to do all of that stuff. Yeah, I um, I was going to ask about like stuff we used to use in the past because I... Oh, yeah. Um, I... I'm, I'm have like her mentioning the um, chemical notebooks or planners. Yeah, made me remember the um, little planners you used to be able to get at the bank. Yes, I forgot about those. So, I th- yeah, I was thinking that would be a good. Yeah, because I did good, use good question. I did use stuff in high school and also outside of high school when I had like a job. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, what was it called? The uh, Pig Pog PDA. Oh. Which is basically like the predecessor to um, bullet journaling. Okay. Oh my god, I just found the exact planner that I used. It was like this Nike planner. It, like, I, I'll put a 
picture of it up, but hmm. it was kind of like a Franklin Covey, but not so expensive. Yeah. With cheaper inserts. See, I never bothered to, I didn't, I never had a planner when I was in high school. As they gave us um, pages that told us when we had games. Um, so I always just stuck that in my planner when I had, I knew I, when I, which days I had practice and which days I had games. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to. And then at, like when I was working um, for the lip magazine in high school, I like, I knew what days those were. I, every day after school or what was it? Every Thursday after school, I had lip mag. Um, and then I, like when I was um, making sets for, whatchamacallit, for the theater geeks, <laughs> like I knew which days those were. It wasn't like, I didn't have to have a planner for it. It was just like, okay, this day after school until this time I've got lit mag, this day after school until this time I've got set. And then I have practice on these days. But, you know, I knew I would be after school, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, until about four o'clock. Mm -hmm. So I think my parents needed more help remembering where I was than I did <laughs> back then. Things were so yeah. much less complicated back then. Yes. Well, and that's kind of me now because I've got, you know, I've got this, I've got the same schedule in the every week in the fall. And then I have a different schedule in the spring, but it's the same schedule every week. Mm. And, you know, to a very large extent, I've had the same schedule every fall for the last five years and I've had the same schedule every spring for the last four years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I'm running on these academic schedules, it makes it fairly easy to keep track of that stuff like that. I just, I don't, I don't forget. I have to go to class. I don't miss class. I don't forget. I have to go to office hours. What I forget is when, um, when a student wants to make a special appointment on a different day or when I have a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment or, um, you know, when I have to take my daughter to a makeup piano lesson or something yeah. like that. And, you know, those it's those deviations from my normal schedule that I have trouble with. My regular schedule is very complicated, but it's always the same. All right. Yeah. So um, another thing I, I wanted to talk about just briefly is um, lesson I kind of started talking about it um, like stuff we used in the past, mm. like in grade school or in a previous job. Um, I actually used a lot of planners growing up. I, and I, what's really funny is I was the same idealistic person I am now. So I never really followed up with them. Um, <laughs> plus when you're a teenager, you don't have much to do. Like I had soccer every day and homework, like, you know what I mean? There's not, not much of a life to plan. Um, but I remember using this like nineties, like Nike, like planner. It was like small, like not five by seven, but kind of in between. Um, and it just, you know, it was simple. I had a calendar assignments, that kind of thing. And I thought I was the coolest person because I had this planner. Um, mm. and like, there was just something about writing out all you had to do. You, f it almost was like, I felt like a grown up. I guess maybe, <laughs> um, yeah, I also used, um, like five star, like mead, five star planners, same type of setup. It was like a zip up kind of book size, paperback book sized planner. 
um, you know, the same kind of guts, like calendar assignments. See, I never, I never used the planner when I was in high school. I started using something when I was in college, um, because then I had appointments and I had things outside of my normal schedule. Um, and I don't know, my grandmother used to go to the bank every January, or maybe it wasn't even in December when they would put out the stacks of planners, you know, the little, the little Mm -hmm. bank planners that have the, the week at a glance. And there's like, it's basically the same thing as the, um, the word memorandum, the standard memorandum, except maybe a little bigger and covered in plastic. They always came with this cheesy plastic cover Mm -hmm. that always fell apart halfway through the year. (laughs) But that was what I always used because, well, they were free and my grandmother or, you know, my dad, would go to the bank and grab a stack of them, one for every adult in the family. Uh-huh. Um, so I used those until I had more things to plan, and I just sort of gave up on them because I don't think banks give them out anymore. Yeah, I, I haven't seen them. I mean, I try not to go in the bank. I think the last time I went in the bank was, like, <laughs> last year. Um, oh, man. I think that's a marketing campaign for Simple, the bank that I use now. Oh, yeah. They should just mail out. They should mail one out to every one of their customers and be like, it's old school. It would, I would totally go for it. Actually, uh, Gina has a simple account. Um, it's her like fun money. She filters money mm-hmm. to it when I don't notice account. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I remember those too. And like, again, it was so long ago that like, I wouldn't use them really. It was more like, you know, I was a grown up and I had a planner and I had things to do. Yeah. Well, um, another thing I forgot about totally was I don't remember what year it came out. I wish I knew because it would give me an age that I was, but I used the Palm Pilot. Oh, God, that was, um, but like the 2007. Well, I used a Palm 3C. It was the first Palm Pilot with a color screen. I had the Titanium. Uh, Yeah. I don't remember which edition I had, but I got it in 2002, I think. No, I got it in 2003. So it went on sale. The Palm 3C went on sale like late 90s, like 2000, which makes sense because it was when I like had a grown up job right out of school. Mm. I was like a manager of a video store because, you know, those existed. (laughs) <laughs> and I, yes. I had scheduling to do and I actually like used it um, a lot because I, I mean it didn't have like much else but it was just something I have a Palm Pilot um, I still have mine my Palm Pilot I do too what am, I mean it's it's in a drawer upstairs like what do you do with it yeah at this point like what would you do with it yeah, <laughs> you'd put it in the electronics recycling so it didn't get mercury yeah. in the water I think yeah. I think at this point if I used it it would totally be just to be hipster oh god I mean I'm sure it wouldn't even turn on because the battery's toast yeah I you know what I I plugged mine in and charged it up about four years ago and it turned right back on are you dead serious I am totally serious that is some hard or battery technology. Well, I mean, I, I think the battery technology back then had to be better because it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like now where, like, you know, everything's super thin and light. Yeah, but yeah, the, the Palm Pilot, that was kind of the last real planner I used up until I, like, became, like, a student. Um, mm. Because then, like, I don't know, life happened and I realized that 
I was just being too optimistic about keeping up with stuff. Yeah, I quit buying dated journals for the same yeah, reason. No, definitely. I fall into the same trap. So hence why I'm not using one this year. Anything else either of you want to add to this conversation? I, you know, I mentioned before, I, I still miss the giant desk pad with the calendar on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I wish know, we could use those. Yeah. So many confidential, yeah. Confidentiality yeah. There's nothing confidential confidential about that. It's yeah. really like, true. Depression, Debbie. Three o'clock appointment. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she's a crier. Oh man! Put like a rain cloud next to her name. Oh god! Can you imagine <laughs> a, l- a whole new set of stencils? Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, but no, I miss those too. Although I never had a desk big enough to contain it. Um, I did because. It- Every place I've been, from graduate school, postdoc, my first tenure track job, and the job I'm in now, I had these giant desks from the 1940s through 60s. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, this that's one of the benefits of hand-me-down furniture is it's huge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So two of the offices that I get to use... It's not, they're not my office because I have to move from office to office to office to office. So two of the right. offices that I use actually have them, but I can't actually use them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the calendar is there and it belongs to the person who owns the office. Oh yes. You can't make notes on it. Right. Yes. It's not mine. And so the way in one of the offices that I use, the woman has it so that it is not centered in front of where you actually sit. So when I use the office, I actually have to move the calendar so that it's in front of the desk opening, and then I can put my paperwork on it and write. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, I see. So then yeah. I, I, and I realized today, because usually I, I try to be a conscientious office mate, and I put things back. So I made sure when I left that I made sure that the phone was square to the edge of the table and not at an angle the way that I like to use it. But I forgot to put the desk calendar back. Oh. Uh-huh. And I know the person who I share the office with, and I'm pretty sure it's going to drive her back. <laughs> and it's totally unintentional. Like, one of my coworkers had a meltdown because someone got bored and hooked all the paper clips in her office together oh she flipped her shit really yeah oh yeah office like when you have to share offices and you don't have your own space or people use your office when you're not there people get really worked up about it yeah i mean hashtag per diem life (laughs) yeah really i mean like for me like i don't care i don't i don't have a home I'm just, I'm just, you know, renting these spaces for the amount of time that I'm there. And I, I only have a set office on certain days and I don't return to the offices. So on Mondays and Fridays, I use the same office every week, but on Tuesdays I could end up in a different office at the drop of a hat. Like my boss could, could send me a text message and say, Hey, Leslie, I need you to move to office number 15 or you need to be in the fishbowl this week, so sorry. <laughs> like, because no one wants the office that's called the fishbowl. <laughs> no. It's actually a really nice office. It's big. It just sounds scary. It Yeah, well, it's got a sliding glass door with, like, matte contact paper oh, so over it, see, so you can't yeah, see in. Yeah. Well, you can see that there are human could shapes in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, it could be worse. 
But yeah, you know, people like who own the offices or who were there more than one day a week get really cranky. Well, I mean, when my wife comes in here to like do something on the computer, if she like plays with stuff and moves it around, then it kind of, it's kind of annoying, but like not in a, I'm going to kill you kind of way. It's more just like, don't touch my stuff. Yeah. But you know, like that's different. Like you, that's your space. Yes. But like. This these offices we know we all know full well these offices do not belong to us. True, it's not like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's right. no promise that this office is going to be yours for an extended period of time. You know, some of the people who have been there for a long time, yeah, you know, they, if you've been there more than five years, the office is you're generally the person in it. But like, there's there are a couple of therapists who've been with the company for ten years and they still go from office to office to office because they don't have a set space. Yet. Yeah. Which, you know, that says, you know, we don't have a lot of turnover, which is nice, but at the same time, it's really hard to like, you know, I have to like carry all my stuff on my back. I, yeah. That's why I carry a backpack. So, right. Yeah. Office politics. And, uh, those are rough. Oh God. Well, and like, I'm already seen as the weirdo because <laughs> I don't partake in them. Ha. Huh. You're smart. Like, well, what's it going to do for me? You know, nothing good. No. And I've, I've taken part. You cannot win at that. No, I've taken part in them in the past. And I just like, I'm 40 years old. I'm at a point where it's like office politics are not fun to me anymore. No. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. That's okay. That's what happens. So, (laughs) um, I think we can kind of wrap this up unless you feel like we missed something i don't think relevant so. do you guys use your phones for um, for this kind of stuff do you put alerts in your phones to remind okay. you things i do i do too but not everything so because i have an android google calendar is just there so my my right. school it's actually really effective so I have a Google calendar for school and then I have my personal one. And then Gina has one for her work schedule and we can sync all of our calendars together so I can see when she's working. She can see when I'm working, but that's, yeah, it's nice to like collaborate. Like, Oh, can Gina come with me tonight? I can look and see, but, um, I only set alerts for like appointments and I have it warn me like an hour to an hour and a half before. That's about (laughs) what I do. Yeah. When I remember I I put stuff in like that and I have, I have some standing alerts on the, um, cause I'm also an Android. I have the, some standing alerts on the clock function that like it beeps at me. I've got my alarm clock on that. It beeps at me when it's time to walk up the street and for my daughter to get on mm-hmm. her bus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got, I've got it beeping at me for certain things, but, um, but I haven't found it to be, maybe it's just my input. So my ability to actually make it have alerts at the right time that are actually going to come yeah. up. I haven't been successful at, at doing that consistently so that I don't miss things yeah. like, Um, a month ago I, you know, I missed just a regular like wellness appointment with my GP and I was lying in bed that night reading and I was like, crap, I forgot to go to my doctor's appointment today. You know, my husband's like, well, didn't they call you? And I was like, yeah, they called me. I was, I just, I, I knew about it yesterday. I just forgot about it today until right now, you know, so that's what I mean when I say miss things. I, I had it written down. I had it in my calendar. They called me. I still blew it off. 
I um for stuff like that, I have it remind me a week in advance, the day before and then the hour before. Yeah, I've got a lot of them that I have do that. For some reason, I didn't have this one in there. <laughs> but I, I do that. I do that. You know, if I need to not schedule anything during that time, I put it a week out. And then I put it a day out so that I just build it into my expectation for that day. And then I have another reminder to actually make me go to it when it's time. Hmm. Because I just I just suck at those one-offs. I'm so bad at that kind of thing. I'm so, yeah. you know, five minutes to Wapner, I guess. That... <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just really hard for me to do the things that only happen once yeah no i i agree luckily my doctor's office text messages me and calls me a couple days before yeah, yeah. Well, i get they a, did. i get an email and an automated phone call and i get an automated phone call until i answer and confirm oh. the appointment so they call oh, that's me that's nice yeah they'll call me like three times in a day until I actually answer and press one. See, I, I would have ended. I probably no because they would have called me. I would have pressed one, and I still like I knew I had to go to this thing, and I still just. <laughs> and then you got to pay the missed. So anyway, yeah, we don't. We don't need to talk about what an idiot I am. No, I called and groveled the next day, and they they were kind about it. I've been going there for many years and stuff, but yeah, I mean, I was ready to pay the missed appointment fee because I love my GP. Yeah. I wasn't gonna piss her off if i could help it so anyway <laughs> well thanks y'all uh, <laughs> thank you yeah this was fun so let's wrap it up um like we always do um i want to take a moment and just thank everyone in the group um old and new members for their supportive words um i it's really wonderful to get so much support from all of you um like i said we started doing this kind of as a hobby and that's still what it is but it's your comments that kind of, you know, fuel this train that's chugging along, so to speak. Um, so I, I just want to thank everyone who, who supports us. Um, you can find us online at rsvpstationarypodcast.com. You can find me, D, at theweeklypencil.com. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Weekly Pencil. What about you, Les? You can find me at ComfortableShoesStudio.com, Facebook at the same, and then Instagram and Twitter as Original LC Harper. What about you, Lenore? I'm just on Facebook. You can find me through the RSVP group. Cool. So it's been great fun, guys, and until next time. Right. Thank you. I love you both. Have a good evening.